Jody, I have a couple questions for you since you or your family has made cornbread from scratch. Yes, my grandmother taught me. I came across uh, mm. a, t- a guy on TikTok making it from scratch in a cast iron and cornmeal. Cornmeal, right. flour, bacon, whatever, buttermilk, all the whole the whole nine yards. And oh, so now so I, you're making me want to eat cornbread. With I wanna butter. I wanna try it. See the thing that's the thing. Whenever I come across these recipes well, like that for something I've never made, because I always use the box. Sure. It's like it's not going to be as sweet as the box. It's like I want to yeah. try it just to yeah. see if it's good, if it's close enough that needs a couple tweaks, or if it's like. Well, it would be delicious to me because I grew up eating that, and it would remind me of childhood, and it would remind me of my grandmother, and all of that would wash over me. You understand? It's a completely sensory experience. However, yeah. if you're used to the Jiffy Box. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, yeah, because I like it a little, my my cornbread a little sweet, and I know there's purists that, you know, oh, there's some sugar, sugar in your cornbread mix. Yeah, there's a little sugar in this guy's recipe. Good. But when he was done, and it was hot still, he cut it open in a wedge, <sighs> and he put butter and honey on it. Oh, wow. And it's like- I is, bet that was good. Because I've never heard of that. Uh, I mean, butter, yes, but never heard They honey. didn't do, that I know of, my grandparents didn't do that. But I will tell you something that my grandfather to this day, he's 91, would eat and love is he would put corn, he would put cornbread in milk. Yeah. I've and heard he of that called before. it something, and he would eat that, and he just thought that was so good. And because it was, sometimes all they had, some vegetables from the garden and cornbread, and if they had milk, they would eat that up, and that was big time. Yeah. That was like Sunday dinner, meaning that it felt special. Yeah. So, you know, but I don't know about honey. Honey on cornbread is like country baklava, you know? <laughs> it kind of. Yeah, okay. You know, Thank you for. <laughs> Tur- coining the phrase yeah it sounds really delicious it does sound make delicious. it make the recipe with his yeah do it in your cast iron i'd love to know if you can flip it like my grandmother her sweet little delicate wrist though boom yeah, she could flip it. that it's crazy uh, yeah. yeah she could flip it onto the plate perfectly yeah oh my gosh what a talent all right but then save one piece for some for honey. you Sure. (laughs) Coming up next. Jody's got your first Hollywood Outsider. Coming up next, though, answers to your questions about what I'm reading now, like three books. We're going to give you everybody. Coming up next. You know, we love hearing from you and messages just keep on coming through on our social media. Social media connect. So Facebook and Instagram, I'm trying to answer as many as I possibly can. I promise you. And so... Recently, it's been about what are you reading, Jody? Because we've been talking about three different books. So Lisa and Becca and Angela and Liz and Tiger. I love that name. The Tiger? Well, no, it's a lady. Oh. We also have a lady named Happy who's always on when we do um, when I do Facebook Live, and I love it. It's like, hey, Tiger. Hey, Happy. <laughs> what a great name. That's a beautiful name. Um, Cynthia as well. A lot of questions about what which book are you talking about, so I'm going to break it down for you. Recently, I read the book called... Where the Crawdads Sing. I was late to the party on it. It's a couple of years old. Bestseller. They are making. Reese Witherspoon picked it up and is going to make a movie of it. Okay. So Where the Crawdads Sing by Delia Owens. I loved it. It was fiction. It was beautiful. Poetically, beautifully written. It took you there. A very different story. Yeah, okay. You, you finished that one fast. Fast. I did. Well, you had to turn it okay. back in. That's part of it. Yeah. yeah it was a library <laughs> book. Okay. <laughs> yes. Um, then the one that I'm there's one that I'm currently reading is a memoir called Educated by Tara Westover. That's and that's also a bestseller mm-hmm. based on real events. It's a memoir. My cousin told me she's like 
Crystal, she reads constantly. She's always reading a book. And she was like, if you like the Crawdads Sing book, here's one that's real about the same sort of subject. Somebody who grew up, you know, in the middle of nowhere. And then, so anyway, it's a memoir and it's really good. This girl who grew up in the mountains, no medical, no education, and got out of it. And it's a, it's a miracle, actually, that she has a yeah. PhD now. Yeah. I want to read the other book that was suggested. For the third one that Ver- I'm Verity. Yeah, that's what I was going to mention. Way yeah. to go, Sam! I'm I'm going to get this one if you want to share it. I may download it on my Kindle, or I may just get it at the library. But it's called Verity. V-E-R-I-T-Y. Yeah. It is fiction, highly recommended, like you can't put it down. The author is Colleen Hoover. Okay, you can get these on our website, too, if you you know missed it, if you're driving right now. But everybody's asking, what are you reading? That's what we're reading. Okay. And Sam's getting in on the party, too. <laughs> Coming up next, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Trending now. Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Man, I really want to watch this Tina Turner documentary on HBO. It's yeah. all I wanted to do all weekend. You know what? I even tried to subscribe to HBO Max to, really? to, to help Jody out, but on the Roku, the, you have to scroll all the way through their terms of agreement to the very bottom to accept. Yeah, and it, I'm not exaggerating. It took three minutes. I didn't know how to bypass that menu. I'm like holding it down. You know what I need to do? Is I need to call all of my friends today, see who has HBO Max, cook dinner, and come over and watch it because you know I really want to watch it so badly. And one of the coolest, the reason I bring it up again, one of the coolest things that we've learned about her that we didn't know much about, and I'm reading the article because I can't watch it yet, is that when <laughs> this guy that she's been with forever that she got married to in 2013, yeah. she met him during her heyday in the 80s her her manager roger davies Mm -hmm. introduced her to this other music industry guy his name is erwin bach he's 15 years or 16 years younger than Mm -hmm. her she said it was love at first sight she saw him her heart started beating faster roger told her you ride with him and she was like yes i want to ride with him bach is a b-a-c-h yes oh why you know, Bach. I know Bach, but it's not Bach. Well, I know. You mean like Johann Sebastian? Yeah, is that J.S. Sebastian, Bach. I mean, Johann Sebastian Bach. <laughs> love at first sight. And don't we all want to know that she's found that? Yeah. You well, really want to, and they've been together a long time. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Sam is the food dude. You've heard of Impossible Chicken and uh, Beyond <laughs> Burgers. Well, how about a fake filet? Mm. We'll tell you about it next. Sam's always up on the new eats. He's the food dude. Gonna hit a couple Easter things first. 7-Eleven has partnered mm. with Peeps. So they have a Peeps latte. Oh, okay. For a limited time, I which I guess means this week. Peeps coffee creamer. Or did I dream that? Nah, I know they had it last year. Oh, that's right. This okay. year, but okay. uh, you know that. In addition to the, you could always put Peeps and float one on top of a hot chocolate. Because it's marshmallow, and it would look cute. I I, think one of my kids wanted to try that once, making s'mores. With peeps, yeah. I did see the the birthday cake flavored peeps after you mentioned those a while back. Confetti, yeah. 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 Something Mm -hmm. like that. And don't forget Peepsy. You can get the Pepsi Pepsi Oh, that's right, yeah. Uh, And also Oreo, uh, just in time for Easter, has released cookies and creams eggs. They're little eggs. Oh, I've seen them in the store. all cookie and cream. Okay. Like Oreo. You know. Oreos have eggs now. Like they basically. take an Oreo, they crunched it up, and made it like an egg instead of Got it, got it, got it. like those things you used to make? Those balls? Oreo balls? Yeah. No, no. The truffles? No. no. Those are bad. Those you are don't get, these aren't dipped game. in chocolate. Okay, okay. Uh, Nestle Toll House. Love the chip. Now you're going to love the syrup. They've decided to make it in syrup form. So you can put it in milk, or you can put it on your ice cream, or wherever you put chocolate syrup. Yeah, that's good. There's a lot of chocolate syrup on the market. 
like Ghirardelli and all that. Just saying. It's more than it used great, to be. It used to be Hershey, Hershey's only, remember? Yeah. Yeah. A lot of things used to be. TV used to be three channels, Jody. I know. Wah. <laughs> uh, and Kellogg's is bringing back uh, cereal straws. It's been like a decade. I don't know if you remember them. I remember they're them. They're straws, and they're crunchy, and they taste like Fruit Loops or Cocoa Krispies. And they just get soft in and the milk? You suck up the milk. You can drink the milk with them and then eat them. Okay. Okay. All right. Last, what, what, it's not about my approval or last chance. I here. would just think that those would be difficult to maintain in any soggy environment. I, I, mean, I would think if you used them too weird. long, yeah. yeah. Uh, and somebody has come up with a plant-based filet mignon. You know, okay. we have Impossible Chicken and Beyond Burgers. Impossible yeah. filet. Now it's an Impossible yeah. filet mignon. Do you butterfly that one when you cook it? <laughs> <laughs> Probably don't have to. Is that it. Well, if you want the specifics, it does mimic the muscle texture and marbling of regular filet mignon. Does it really? But it's not meat. Of course huh. it's not, because well, it's you know, impossible. I want to try that, because there's a couple of impossible breakfast sandwiches that I've enjoyed getting. They're always out. They're impossible They're out of everything else. But filet mignon, I'm, you know, no. something you don't mess with. I agree. Thank you, food dude. Guys, Dick's Sporting Goods getting a makeover of sorts and i know neither one of you are very sporty 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 no but i love shopping at dicks i, I mean, know. I've been, I've never been in dicks well because look the thing oh, is right. yeah i'm always easily distracted by camping gear and things flashlights flashlights right exactly murphy will buy a tent in there we don't even need one yeah. and it's like look but look what it can do well yeah you unzip it and poof you got a tent it's very neat in there and organized i like that yeah. aspect of it and anyway so Dick Sporting Goods, one of those big stores that did not struggle during the pandemic because at, gyms were closing, oh. so people were like working out at home. Let me go get a treadmill. You can buy treadmills there. Yeah. You can buy tennis shoes there and baseball gloves. Well, and, yeah, you I know, mean, all I would the things think that for, Academy or any of the outdoor stores probably well, did, did well also. Yeah. They right? did too, but I, this story is about Dick's okay. because they're changing. Okay. <laughs> they're doing something based on what they've learned about their consumer, okay, okay. their target demo. Anyway... Their success was everybody was wanting to do more outdoor stuff, yeah. Yeah. get out of the house. Everybody was going crazy with work from home. And so they realized they decided to expand a little bit. And they're going to be opening Dick's House House of Sports, not just Dick's Sporting Goods. The Sporting Goods store will remain, but they're opening uh, House, what of is House of Sports. Where you get to come in and you there are rock climbing walls oh, okay. and indoor maybe. wellness oh. spaces, maybe yeah, yoga. Maybe a video driving range. They're going to have an outdoor field for events. And I think driving <laughs> ranges would be a part of it. So, in, in other words, you're going to, in the future, you're not just going to go shopping at Dick's Morning Goods. You're going to go do stuff You there. can buy the gear, then go climb the wall. <laughs> yeah. Right. That's yeah. Go take a, a hike. A, I will. What do, you, <laughs> what do you call that when a business, come on, Murphy, it's an expansion it's, of their own. It's brand extension. See, I knew. I was going to say diversify, know. but yeah, that sounds It's brand better. extension. That's exactly what it is. And right. to the experience of it. Right. You know? which, which works well for some businesses, but it's always a gamble because you're known for one thing. When you try to tackle the other thing you're not known but for. But right? this is not them trying to sell pizza when they were in the shoe business. They are in the sporting goods business. And now they're going to be in the sporting experience business. Yeah. Sure, so you're it's right. it's very... It's similar, you're right. Similar. So look for it. When you hear that and you see them pop up... Dick's House of Sports. That's what they are. Coming up, guys, we've been asked, well, one of us has, yeah. to help out with a school project. Ooh. Hands in the air. Tell you about it next. You know, we love to hear from you, so give us a call anytime. 877-310-4MSJ. 
Direct message us on Facebook. We got a Facebook message the other night, guys. I was just minding my own, looking at my phone. Yeah. I'm answering some questions, and Susan popped up. And this is it. I have a weird question. Is there anyone that would be willing to do an interview for my fifth grade daughter's school project? Since she was a tiny thing, we've always listened to the show on the way to school. As a mom, I love how appropriate you guys are for all ages. Thank a bonus you. is the chemistry you three have on air. For years, she has wanted to become a radio show host, already planning on being roommates with her cousins at college in their communication degrees. Oh, wow. Okay. She read out loud the questions, and they're really amazing. It doesn't have to be Murphy, Sam, or Jody, just anyone at the station. Thank you for your consideration. She's one of the few kids (laughs) in the class not wanting to interview her mom or dad. So I sent back... I would love, this is Susan writing about her daughter. I sent back, I would love to do it. Let me know when and she wants to talk. And Susan's back. This is amazing. The project is due at the end of April. She needed to tell her teacher um, before the spring break. And so we are so excited. That's sweet. Anyway, You're going to do that as a Zoom call? That way they can see you face to face? I'm going to do it however. I told her, I said, look, just get back in touch with me and we'll make it happen. And this is what Susan sent back. I told her Jody said yes, and she said that's good because I really didn't want to interview Murphy or Sam. <laughs> well, <that's>... Great, <laughs> wonderful. Yeah. What, do you want to know what I sent yeah, back? I love the chemistry we have together. <laughs> Can I send this back to you? Can I read this back to you? I just sent back. Oh, she thinks that, but she would really enjoy them. Well, that's <laughs> and she would. Jody, have you ever run a Zoom? Uh conference on your own not on my own i've joined a million of them but oh, okay yeah. oh, okay you feel you're feeling yeah. you're feeling jilted now yeah. sam i'm glad you're opening this can of worms and not me anyway susan i look forward to it and i can't wait and you guys can jump in you mean run the zoom for you <laughs> coming up with murphy sam and jody jody has another hollywood outsider on the way next what to watch out for to make sure you're not being scammed when you schedule your covid19 vaccination Join us for another Murphy, Sam, and Jody after the show podcast. You can subscribe at your favorite podcast you know, service, whichever one you use, and you'll get the show every day and a new episode of After the Show every day. I just learned this, that there are people called vaccine hunters. They're actually out there and doing good to help you find an appointment oh, yeah, yeah. and book yeah. your appointment and you know not have to wait three weeks or four weeks. The world's full of good people. I heard some of those were kids. Like there were some young people that did. Yeah, yeah and there's some outreach groups who are, I mean, it's really cool, yes. And of course, with the good. The Better Business Bureau is now warning us there are folks who are pretending to be vaccine hunters who are just scamsters. Okay. And uh, they're warning you to watch out for them because whenever anything good pops up in this country, the scams are sure to follow. It's a shame. Uh, so what do they tell you if uh, it's a scam? Are, that if somebody, if somebody says, look, we can if you pay a little money, we'll get you bumped up in the mm-mm, line. Mm-mm. None of that. Any Anybody that's looking for any money to help you out with this, or even if you personal call, info. call a place to book your appointment and they want to charge you, I mean, the government's doing all this. So right. everything is free right exactly. now. So anybody wants to charge you, don't pay to get on a waiting list or any of that stuff. Okay. Also, to be Man. careful about giving out your personal info, because usually when you call up, they just want your name. They don't want credit cards. They don't want your social and all that stuff. Right. Yeah. So make sure it's, you know, a, It's a kind of those place. rules that you have to follow, you know, for everything. Like, mm-hmm. if you didn't reach out, someone else reached out to you, and they're asking for your personal information, you should at least, you know, red flag it in your brain and go, yeah. wait. 
Right. And like I got a notification from uh, my, I guess, the hospital medical provider that, you know, you're eligible. Be sure to click here and you can sign up. Well, just like some of the financial stuff, it's like if you're not sure, do it yourself. Like if my if my hospital or my doctor says, hey, you know, you can do it now. Just click here. Back out of it and go into the doctor's office the right way and make right. sure that it is all on the up and up. It could be on the up and up. Right. But you never know because everybody can make something to look legit or official mm. when it's not really official what makes me sad about that is they're you know usually wind up preying on those who are already anxious I about know. it you know yeah. or the Don't elderly support and so mm-hmm. yeah this is a good message to share with those who you know are, are the most concerned about yeah it, and know? mine only costs 50 dollars so. <laughs> trending now Jody's Hollywood Outsider. George R.R. Martin, maybe you saw the headline. I'm going to break it down for you. The creator of Game of Thrones and probably the best person to ever walk through the doors of HBO. It was 2007 when HBO first came to him and said, look, we'd like to take all your books Uh and make a TV show or do something with it. Even the book that it's taking you 40 years to write. Yeah, don't ask him about that. The sixth book in the Game of Thrones, Song of Fire and Ice um, saga called The Winds of Winter. It is still currently being written. You think he's really writing it? Yes, I do. But he has to let it, you know, out onto the laptop when it hits him the way he really wants it. That's how the creative process works. But he's got so much else going on. Okay, they offered him this deal over at HBO and HBO Max like an eight-figure deal. So he's going to be doing everything with them. So some of, if you're a fan, if you're a throny, here's what is coming that you can look forward to soon or then later. We know about House of the Dragon set 300 years before the events of Game of Thrones. He's going to be a part of that as well. He already is a part of it. Mm-hmm. And that was that one's going to come first. The next project is called the Nymeria Project. Ah, uh, Nymeria. It's about a queen, though. It's uh-huh. not about... Arya and her dog. Um, the sea snake is another one that's a, a sea ca- character, a Lord Valerian. Uh, and the one that gets me excited is called Flea Bottom. You know, it oh, happens yeah, in King's yeah, Landing yeah. amid the everyday citizens. They're poor, but it explores the underworld and all of that, which happens in King's Landing. So this is going to go on for decades. If he will continue, yes. <laughs> So there's been a lot of clean out going on at Murphy's dad's home, Dane's house. And this was the home that you lived in. From They brought you home from the hospital to this home, right, Murphy? Yeah, they did. Yeah, they, they lived in this house since 1960 what? Six. Your parents? Before we start telling all the things we've been finding again, I've learned a lesson about gift giving. What? Well, depending on the people, like... We should have almost never given them anything unnecessary, like to give a gift just to give a gift, because you know what we keep finding? Gifts. Our gifts, things that we gave. My sister's finding that too. Your sister Jackie has found all kinds of things that that she gave them as gifts over the years Yeah, that were just unopened, just sitting in boxes. Wow. And we have too. An unused trash can that was in a closet. Yeah. (laughs) And that's hard to understand because you know what they did in their kitchen? They would hang a bag on the knob for the trash instead of using the trash can why just because well, it's, their house. it's a tiny kitchen they can i mean do what they they want. it's not enough room for a trash can all the right. stuff that's in the boxes is any of it useful i mean we're that's being determined in fact it's a really good system that sounds like a non-answer <laughs> well uh, that's being determined some of it is, being, <laughs> is it good or not some of it's <laughs> Some of it's being donated, yeah. and some yeah. of it 
like, you know, if somebody will raise their hand and say, I want that. Yeah. But like, I okay. gave that. I want it back. Right. Well, what you brought home the other night to me was weird because as soon as I saw it, I was like, oh, I gave Merle, your mom, I gave her those years ago, these soaps, <laughs> these beautiful personal soaps. And um, I was like, oh, wow. And then all the scent has gone out. Of them. <laughs> I mean, they're just, I had to throw them away. I know. But what I'm learning, no, I'm not making, I'm not making light of it or fun of it. What I'm learning is I'm saying for people who, you know, are very particular about their mm-hmm. things. Don't give them stuff. Hello. Give yes. them experiences or gift cards. Yes. Because your stuff, things that you want to give, don't mean anything to other people. Yes. I'm learning. Yeah. There that. was there was a box of gifted Christmas ornaments too from you, my sister, from a lot of family members actually. <laughs> oh man. Went unused. You know, Everything. I, I think they were storing them probably because they cherished them. They didn't throw <laughs> it away. Right. You keep telling yourself that story. Yeah. Cherished. Three things you need to know today. Number one, The Who is expected to release a report today. Who's The Who? Uh, Pete Townsend, Roger Daltrey. World Health Organization. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, so they're expected to make public this report about the likely origins of the COVID-19, uh, yeah. of COVID-19. And what we're hearing is it's likely from bats to humans through another animal and yeah. that a lab leak is extremely unlikely. Okay. That's what we're hearing. Uh, and on the same day, we're hearing that the Pfizer and Moderna vaccines, 80% effective after after the first shot and 90 plus percent effective after the second. Good. Yay. Okay. Um, Maybe I should get one. Yes, you should. I got my first <laughs> one yesterday. You know what I'm feeling? Just arm soreness. Oh. Kind of nice. All right. Number two, the um, the cargo ship in the Suez Canal has been free. Right. I know you saw it. Yeah. And it, it, with, with a little help from higher powers being the tides. Moon and the, and the tides. Moon, yeah. With a little help. Um, it's still going to be a backlog for a while. And you know what goes with it? The memes. Yeah. One of my favorites was. No more Suez Canal jokes. That ship has sailed. <laughs> Enjoyed that one. Enjoyed that one. And number three today, it's the 50th anniversary of Starbucks. Oh. They've been brewing coffee for half a century. So How do you that's, like that? They opened up, yeah, wow. 50 years ago in Seattle's Pike Place Market. And then, you know, in the early 90s, they kind of really blew up. And now there are already 22,000 locations worldwide. Three things to know today. Hearing from you is half the fun. We love to hear from you at 877-310-4MSJ. And Susie, we're coming to you next. I sure didn't enjoy the memes about the um, massive cargo ship that was stuck in the Suez for, what, six days? Was it six or seven six, days? Yeah. Okay, so, and it was I want freed picture, yesterday. Yeah, it was freed yesterday. I picture... Like, have you ever been, you know, in a traffic backup that was so big you just had to get out of your car because there was nowhere to go? You yeah. turn the engine off. And that's what I would picture is all these guys finally starting their ships back up, you know. <laughs> what are right? they? Getting back in the... Uh, I'm telling you, there's got to be a documentary on it in the future. I want, we got to know. There's an investigation. I know that. Okay, so anyway. Eight, I, you know, it's probably going to be a ridiculously simple answer. Uh, I, I could or be will wrong. we ever know? That's the question. Human error. 877-310-4MSJ to join us. What's going on, Susie? Good morning. Hey, I just wanted to comment on Jody's thing about the Suez Canal uh, mess. Yes. Uh, My grandson was on an aircraft carrier, Mm. and they were to go through the Suez. And because of that, they may have to re- 
restructure their whole deployment mm. uh, because of it. Uh, of course, we don't know if they're going to wait in the traffic or if they're going to just restructure everything. But, mm-hmm. uh, mm. yeah, it's it's a mess. And, and, you know, we don't think of it because it doesn't affect us usually. We think it doesn't. Uh, but to think of what a mess that this has caused yeah. is just, like, unbelievable. It is. Millions, maybe billions of dollars by the end of it. We'll see. <laughs> and people not getting oh, yeah. what they need. And Toilet paper. Yeah. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. <laughs> it's one of the craziest stories oh, to follow. It is. It's really strange. So, yeah. hey, you guys do a fantastic job every day. Thank I love you. hearing you in the mornings. And it makes my day. And you guys are always oh. upbeat and positive and funny. And I love it. Thank you, Susie. We appreciate yes. that. You know, you would think an aircraft carrier would be sort of like an ambulance. You know what I mean? You could get the others to move out of the way. Yeah. You know what I mean? <laughs> Clear a path. But you would think we're here to help. <laughs> um, you know, it's funny too is that over the weekend, at one point, I was wondering about it. You know, when it was still stuck, and they were doing all the dredging and all that. And I picked up my phone and I typed in the word "ship," and I thought, "How long is it going to take me to get here?" And it, and it said, "Ship stuck in the Suez." Oh yeah, <laughs> first thing. So yeah. crazy. Yeah. So now we all know more about the Suez Canal, don't do we not? Yeah. All right, eight seven seven three one zero four MSJ. Coming up with Murphy, Sam, and Jody. Jody has another Hollywood outsider. Coming up next, though, um, on our Facebook page, Kathy is cooking for one mm-hmm. Sam and wants to tell you what she's been eating on the daily. That's okay. next. Earlier, Sam was saying how he had found a uh, cornbread recipe online that he wanted to try on TikTok. And of course. It, you've you've only been a Jiffy or a Martha White guy. I mean, pretty much that's it, right? I Never was, made it from scratch. I've been Jiffy my whole life until mm. I tried Martha White. And I was like, well, so I like good. it a little better because it's a little sweeter. But yeah, I've never made well, it from scratch. So good. That reminds me of my grandmother who there were certain things that she would make from scratch. But there were certain things that when she she actually thought some things were better from the box. Mm-hmm. And so she wouldn't bother with it because it was easier to make it from the box. Because she had yeah. she understood that the end, the end result was the most important. Yeah. So she was, for example, she would be the one to tweak a box cake. You know what I mean? She would start with that, those ingredients mm-hmm. and tweak that instead of starting from scratch. Mm-hmm. And then, I, I mean, there was one time that for a couple of years she had actually fooled my brother-in-law into believing that she was making this homemade cheesecake. Oh, yeah. with the Jell-O cheesecake? It was the Jell-O no-bake yeah. cheesecake. Everybody yeah. tried that Well, and she, when that Jell-O thing well, came and out. And he even asked her, he said, wow, this is delicious. Did you make it? And she just jokingly said yes. He believed her, and it stuck. So, well, technically, she did make it. She did. Yeah, right? from, a <laughs> from a box. It's not from scratch. Yeah. Right. Bless but, her heart. But, but there are some things that are boxed that are, it's, it's difficult to do better. Than, yeah. You know? It's true. And sometimes maybe you just want the process of doing something. You know, yeah, it's creative. You're cooking. right. Right. Um, from our Facebook page, Kathy says, I heard Sam talking about cooking. I feel you. I love to cook. I lost my husband to cancer Valentine's of 2019. I'm bad about having popcorn or crackers for dinner. I'm starting to cook a little more. I'm currently loving Buddha bowls, and I use the leftovers oh. for lunches. Um, and I looked up Buddha bowls just to make sure I knew what it was and asked her, actually. It's like a vegetable bowl with all kinds of stuff. And she even said that she makes her own Buddha bowls, a grain on the bottom and usually greens, then meat and veggies and a sauce. Yeah. Buddha bowls. Yum. And you eat them. It's like really healthy and it's cold and you make it and you layer. Mm. Okay. And that's a cool idea to yeah. make Buddha bowls. Um, and she sent us a picture of her lunch, by the way. Yeah. God, it looks so fresh and good. The reason behind me wanting to make the uh, cornbread, though, is like, yeah, I, I want to be able to say I've made it from scratch and I like it or don't like it. And right. if I don't like it, you'll I'll never have to do back it again. To Martha White. Yes. Right. Next. 
Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Say what big name will be joining Thor for the next big Marvel movie, Thor Love and Thunder. And Disney Plus has some Obi-Wan news for you, Sam. Trending now, Jody's Hollywood Outsider. Got some big news for Marvel and more specifically Thor fans. Your ancestors called it magic and you call it science. He even sounds good, Chris Hemsworth. What's funny is that of all the Marvel stuff, I've never really dug into the Thor stuff part of it, which is weird for me since I love Chris Hemsworth. Yeah. I like Thor movies looking are actually, at him. I like watching the Thor movies. Okay, so here's a big name that's been added to the next. The next Thor movie is coming. Uh, Love and Thunder is what yeah. it'll be called. <laughs> In May of 2022. So next year. And this is the one where there it's not Chris Hemsworth again, right? It's if Chris it's, Hemsworth. If, oh, it we'll is? We'll be told Natalie Portman, oh. Christian Bale. This one's heavy hitters, and they've just added to the cast Russell Crowe. Wow. Man, don't upset him on the set. Another that's Australian. big. I know, I know, I know. Um, another news story here that'll delight you, Sam, especially since you are a Star Wars person, and you have Disney+, Plus, Yeah. and you just started paying more for Disney+. Plus. Yeah, another Production dollar. of the Obi-Wan Kenobi series, and you, we know that they do a Star Wars series right. Yeah. Um, begins next week. Well, they're going to have uh, Ewan McGregor and uh, Hayden Christensen back in this one. Mm, I guess there's no Mandalorian tie-ins. I wouldn't know. Who, who knows? At some point, you never know. A baby Yoda? Could... It's it's hard to figure out timelines in this unless you're a real Star Wars okay. nerd. Anyway, just know, though, if they start filming next month, next week, which yeah. they will, you might even get that before the end of the year. Sam, I don't know if you were aware that I had to take my car to the shop the other day. My new-ish car yeah. that I bought from the my... The one you took off your grandpa. I bought from him. He wanted to sell it to me. In mm. fact, he wanted to sell it to a family member. My family has always been that way. If they would, they didn't want to buy a car from somebody they didn't know. You know, whenever my mama wanted a new car, she'd call me and say, You don't want to by chance get rid of that car that you're driving, do you? Remember that? Yeah, we I always thought that was married. interesting that they would. Yeah. yeah, and I had explained that to Murphy. He's like, it's not, she's not trying to take our car from us. She just wants to do that first because she knows the history of the car. You know, it's funny as my parents used to have this guy mm. um, that for years they went to for any appliance. Yeah, it's who you and trust. And it's like he worked at different stores in New Orleans, mm-hmm. but it's like they always knew where he was. Right. You know, we need to go get a stereo. Their guy. Well, we'll go on to see him. And we're right. going. It's relationships. Like, yeah. Relati- loyalty, trust, all those things. Yeah, yeah. baby. That's kind of sweet, actually. Yeah, I always sweet. thought he was ripping them off, but it's like, <laughs> hey, you know. So you've you do, always been the way you are. You do your own thing. Okay, so <laughs> I had to bring my car the other day because every time I would drive somewhere and then go- come home and turn the engine off and get out, I was smelling a burning smell. And I was like, Murph, I smell a burning smell. And it's a new-ish. You know, what am I yeah. you know, what? So we brought it in. Well, I raised the hood up and I tried to um, find it myself. Remember, yes. I couldn't find it. I thought it was a little low on coolant, so I fixed that. And yeah. you, for a couple of days, you thought it was okay. And then I, ca- and I kept smelling yeah. it anyway. So we brought it in, and it's so funny because I was so nervous. When something's burning, something's wrong. Yeah. Okay, yeah. I know enough to know that about an engine. So whenever we went to pick it up, Murphy brought me because my car was there. We walk in, and I'm waiting to hear this the problem. You know, bill, this big story, like something bad. It was the craziest thing. Do you want to tell him? Yeah, they found something that they believe was a former plastic bag melted to the muffler. Oh. 
So at some point, Jody had driven over a muffler, and I guess it. it I mean, over I dri- a bag. I'm sorry, driven over a bag. That's what I meant. Jody drove over a bag, which kind of flew up and got stuck under the car, yeah. and melted, and is and it's going to smell that way until it's completely gone. Yeah, and how much did that cost you? Only it the didn't. amount of the oil change. Yeah. That is. <laughs> I had another one of those parental milestone moments, and I'm sure I've had these probably before. They just mm-hmm. didn't jump out at me the way that they did the other day when uh, Taylor and Phoebe, our, you know, both of our daughters, were with me, and Jody, I mean Jody, Jody was at home. Uh, Phoebe needed some guitar strings, so mm-hmm. we went to the music store, and you know, had gone in there and shopping. They were looking for everything, and it's just weird. Do you get try that. showing off at the music store, Murphy? No, okay, that is not my skill. That's not my talent. I don't do it, um, but. Yeah, when we're checking out, it's really weird to be hanging back while they're giving their information and they're paying for their own stuff and yeah. I'm just there to drive. Actually, I didn't even really drive there. I rode there because Phoebe drove. Yeah. But it's it's weird to get to that place in your life where all of a sudden you're not paying for your kids' things. You're watching them pay for the, their it's own great. stuff and mm-hmm. you're walking out, you know? Yeah. Yeah. That's good stuff. So at what point do we shift the rest of this to them? <laughs> I don't know. Let's take them to the grocery store next. Yeah, see what happens.